Tom, Ben, this bath is filthy. Well, you can blame Ben for that. He keeps getting the bath fully clothed, shoes and all. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm not as bad as Tom. He keeps getting in the bath naked. What kind of a pervert does that? Hang on. I've got a plan. If the bath is dirty, why don't we just put it in a slightly bigger bath? And when that bath gets dirty, we'll put that in a bigger bath. And then that bath would go in a slightly bigger bath, then another slightly bigger bath, then another. <laughs> it's like Russian baths. Well, as long as it's not like those Turkish baths. I've never seen so much body hair. All right, next time I'll wear a T-shirt. I thought you were wearing a T-shirt. I thought you were wearing a fleece. Listen, who's going to clean this bath? Look, Matthew, every time we use the bath, we fill it with hot, soapy water. If this bath isn't clean, it's clearly because it doesn't want to be. You can count me out. Yeah, and I'm not going to clean it because then we'd all have to get out of it. And I enjoy our weekly bath together too much to cut it short. Ben's right. Go on, mate. Promise my bunions. Give me a minute. I'm just combing Matthew's shoulders. We have to get this sorted. One of you idiots is going to have to clean this thing. Clean that thing? It's like painting the fourth bridge. I'm talking about the bath. Look, there's only one way to settle this. We're going to have to have a... Flatshare slam down! <laughs> Welcome to Flatshare Slamdown, the panel show that's not afraid to admit that Splish Splash, I was taking a bath round about a Saturday night. So I'm the host and landlord, Matthew Crosby, and while they're under my roof, they'll be following my rules. Let's meet the flatmates, Tom Parry and Ben Clark. Good evening. So, good evening, Tom. Uh, let's talk to Ben first. Um, fair enough. So, uh, Ben, why do you refuse to buff this bath? Because, this is genuinely true, okay. when I was young, um, I had quite a big family, and uh, getting ready... Sadly, they all died. <laughs> you still have a quite a big family. I did, I did indeed. Um, getting ready in the mornings, what we had to do is we had to double up washing, so someone had to stand in the shower and pull the shower curtain round, the other person, namely me, had to sit in the back of the bath with them with the plug-in while they were showering and have... Oh! Yeah? That explains your showering technique! I've... Living with Ben, this is how he showers. He gets in the shower, he puts the plug in, he sits down and he waits for it to fill up around. And I, and I ask for Tom to stand in front of him. <laughs> he just rocks back and forth saying, Daddy! Wow, that does explain a lot. So it's a sort of deep, deep-seated trauma that you don't want to relive from your from your past. Absolutely, I ain't oh, cleaning that shit. <laughs> okay, right. are you shitting in the bath, by the way? <laughs> Extremely unhygienic, Tom. Do you remember when you were growing up? Do you remember that urban myth? They used to tell it at my school, anyway. Everyone knew it. A friend of a friend. But like it doesn't. Everyone, everyone had a friend of a friend, and they used to tell the story about that boy. And he ran too much hot water in the bath. Do you remember it? He ran too much hot water instead of cold. And then he jumped in the bath, and it was so hot, he jumped straight out into his mom's arms and died. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I was that boy. <laughs> This is, this is more like therapy than a podcast, it really is. Well, I didn't die, but you just burnt, you burnt your feet. Well, I was just a bit warm. <laughs> just doesn't make for such a good story. <laughs> That's true, it's not a very dramatic ending. Uh, but of course, you're not going to be cleaning the bath alone, should you lose. Who have you brought with you, Thomas? Well, Jamboree Gate continues. For those of you that know, those of you know the shocking news, the council have closed down the local Jamboree. And I started a petition last week, but... Uh, 
that's no use. So we, we're stepping up a phase to we're going to have a protest. And uh, who better to aim in a protest than my friend and activist, Miss Josie Long? <laughs> Josie, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure. I'm occupying the flat. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Claiming squatters' rights? Yeah, that too. Uh, well, listen, are you, what kind of a flatmate are you? Well, I... Well, I didn't mean that in such an aggressive tone. <laughs> what kind of a flatmate are you? Well, I sort of don't know anymore. I'm, I li- I've lived on my own for the past 11 months, and uh, I, I've not been very good at it. And I'm just about to move back in with a really good friend of mine. And I'm a bit worried that, like, I've got too many of my own quirks now. There's always that weird feeling, isn't it? No matter how much you like your flatmate, that when they get home, the fun's over. <laughs> As they come in, when you hear the front door, you're like, oh, well, clothes back on. <laughs> Better get out of their bedroom. Because <laughs> I, do, I do think now on my own, where, like, partly because I'm worried about security and partly because... I just don't like being on my own. And what I do is I come in the door, and then as I come in the door, I go, Hi, I'm back! And then I go, Hey, how was your day? What, on your own, this is? Oh my God. And then I go, Yeah, it was good, thanks, how was yours? And I go, And then, like, I I sometimes make the other person a bit of a dick. So they'll be like, Well, it was always shit, it was shit again. And I'll be like, Oh, okay, well, just gonna have some food, do you want me? No. So you can be the most optimistic person in your flat of one person. It's like Home Alone. It is exactly like that. In that yeah, there is somebody is, home yeah, alone. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Fair enough. Do you, uh, it's a very high concept. Yeah. Do you set traps for yourself? Because that really would be like home alone. Yeah, just keep myself on my toes. I put um, tar and nails on the stairs. You <laughs> are a bad house, mate. me a lesson, eh? <laughs> so, Ben, who have you brought with you this, uh, this week? Um, well, I'm doing a bit of a clear out. Putting some of the old stuff on eBay. Quite embarrassing, actually, getting rid of all the old pornography. Yeah. Um, but this, <laughs> this guy's come round to my. <laughs> it's Sean Keaveney! Sean's come to buy some old grumble. He's come to buy, he's come to buy some of my old grumble. I said, I said a, a rhino head full of golf balls yeah, and you've turned it into that. Yeah. That's sick. <laughs> sick meaning good. <laughs> so apart from obviously your uh, your weird porn dungeon, what uh, what kind of a what kind of a flatmate are you, Sean? Well, I'm um, I'm addicted to pornography, um, <laughs> but I like the old shit, you know. I know this internet bollocks. <laughs> uh, Have you not been to internetbollocks.co.uk? <laughs> Mostly just shots of my balls. Um, but no, I, I do genuinely think that actually. I, I did apply for a government grant, like a lottery grant, to, to buy like 200 grand's worth of old grumble, like you describe it, and disseminate it in the woods. No, because, no, because, because what do you mean by the word disseminate? Because I might be slightly confused. The word semen is a bit yeah, too yeah, close, yeah. isn't it? But no, I mean, because when, when I was a lad, and I'm older than many of you, but you, yeah, it was a wonderful just... thing. You'd be walking through the woods with your friends, and you'd always see a, just yeah, a couple yeah, of yeah. pages of razzle. And it, <laughs> And when you were 13, that was mo- that was monstrously exciting. Yeah, no kids have got it on their phone and they can look They'd at a rhino a... being bummed by a horse, you know, in the middle of a lesson. Because that's true. If, if you walk through the woods nowadays, you'll find a little bit of it, but then it starts buffering and it takes ages. <laughs> so our contestants have proved that they scrub up well, but which team will be a washout? Let's find out as we launch into round one. Run 
the water, light some candles, then turn the lighting down. Play some relaxing music, but don't fall asleep and drown. A bath, it's not like a shower, it's not okay to weep. But farting's a different story, it makes it a jacuzzi. You can play that your belly is an island, with a house that's made of soap. You can play you're a submarine captain, and your winky is a periscope. When in the bath, when in the bath, forget your troubles, soak in some bubbles, you're in the bath. Don't try and read a book, you will wet it. Don't swallow the water, you'll regret it. Don't masturbate, exfoliate, you're in the bath. Remember folks, 101 Racist Jingles is not available in any shops. So it was Sebastian the Crab, which was the Disney did the racism for us. So, um, so round one is a round that I like to call Sing When You're Swimming. And um, basically how this works. Hang up? on, hang on Matthew, aren't you going to go with my idea for this round, uh, Good Cop, Bath Cop? <laughs> Where uh, you have to get into the bath with two policemen. <laughs> Bathing Private Ryan, or, or, or even Bathing Ryan's Private. Oh, come on. I think, I think you've already sold that to Sean Keaveney, actually. So. He who baths last, baths loudest. It involves shouting. You'd be great at that. How about one where whoever stays in the shower longest wins some gold? You could call it Golden okay. Shower. Yeah, we've got, yeah. <laughs> That's a different thing. I don't think we're going to be playing that. Exfoliator factor. Oh, that's good. It's not bad, is it? Not bad. Yeah, yeah. hot pants. Hang on, hang on. Exfoliator factor yeah, with your on. judges, yeah. Simon Towel. <laughs> now come on, everyone, Simon Towel. Now come on, please. <laughs> Louis Wash. <laughs> and the others. You have to, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going we're to be playing uh, Sing When You Are Scuba Gooding Junior. No, we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play Sing when you're swimming because I've brought the props. In this round, each contestant will sing a song for their teammate who will then have to guess what that song is. It sounds easy, of course, but this is a water-themed show, so both teammates are going to be wearing snorkels. So you have to sing through the snorkel and answer through the snorkel. So it's all about mic technique. I'll be awarding extra points for style and flair. All of the songs are in some way water-themed, and... It's funny, because until you brought over the scuba mask, I thought, that's a fucking rip-off of Nevermind the Boss Cop. No, it's completely original. Just that little twist, if you're listening, come date with me. Do we have to use the same snorkels that they've put in We will cross that hepatitis-covered bridge when we come to it. Let's start with Ben and Sean. You've got all the lyrics for the song right there. Um, Ben's already steamed up his goggles, which is always a good start. <laughs> so, uh, Ben, if you want to sing first, Sean will sing second. When we were planning this, so, uh, someone said, do you think this round will be too quick? It won't, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> Can we buzz in? No, you can't. 
was all around me, boy. Wait, wait, wait. Thank you, Sean. Sean, you were... Sean, will you sing a song for Ben now, please? Okay. I don't need to know what John Ali is. He knows it off by heart. Okay. Okay, I just got a key. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to go too high because it's. Points for style and flair there as well. I think Sean Keebley deserves an extra point, so that is three points. Three points. Okay, so if you want to pass, if you want to pass those slightly. Oh God. Josie, who would you prefer, Sean uh, Sean Snorkel or Ben Snorkel? Oh God. All right, all right. Sean. Keep it in the six music family. I can't believe you're actually. That is really disgusting. Josie's dipping hers in her drink. Um, just soda water. So we'll start with we'll start with Thomas. That's yours. Hey, did I? I've got a lot of saliva. Really? A lot of saliva. Use that wisely. Hey, go to see you. Hey, a pretty decent version. That, like that, was, that was pretty good. It does sound like whales. Like it did sound like whales. <laughs> <laughs> Josie, have you got any idea what it is? I have literally no idea. It could be any song. It's a water-themed song. Okay, okay. Uh, no, no, is it down? Is it Sean or Ben? Is it the theme to Waterworld? <laughs> 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 no, it's it's completely important. Is it the Waterworld oh, that's been shot and is droning in its own blood? <laughs> Can we throw it out to the audience? Does anyone in the audience know what it is? It's the Weather Girls, it's raining men. It is the Weather Girls, it's raining men! Of course it is. Of course it was. So that is one point to the audience there. So can Josie make it up with this song? Do not pour beer in that snorkel. Thomas Parry. And you wonder why they don't nest on Radio 4. Okay, Josie, uh -huh. off you go. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I I don't know you
right, you've got it. What was the song? Umbrella. By? Umbrella. It was Umbrella by Rihanna. <laughs> oh, that was a fantastic rendition. I'm going to give them two points. Is so... that how it feels to be asthmatic? <laughs> uh, that's an Spiral Carpet song, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's how it feels to be asthmatic. So the winners, of course, were Ben and Sean. They've come up smelling of Radox. But let's move on to the next round before they get all wrinkly. It's time for a new twist on an old favourite. It's Flat Games. Tom and Ben do all the jingles and they are absolutely fantastic. If you win, you get gold! Well, the idea is the audience is supposed to go gold, 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 but we gold. Haven't, they haven't heard any episodes of this yet, so that's why they didn't do it, but uh, no matter. No. So this is Flat Games, everybody. This is Flat Games. Don't, get, don't become a frustrated artist. You're a fantastic musician, Thomas. Thank you. Due to an ongoing legal wrangle with Sebastian Coe, Flat Olympics has now been renamed Flat Games. Sebastian Cunt, more like. Oh, I said it, I said it. Oh, 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 I said it. That is not going to help our case. I said it. So this week's game is our Easter-themed version of Scrabble, which we're calling Scrabbled Eggs. Each team has to recite the alphabet, taking alternate letters. However, if they say a letter that occurs in either of their names, they have to eat a cream egg. Now, don't worry, I'll be helping them by helpfully ringing a bell each time they have to eat. So let's start with Tom and You're Josie. You're so happy to have that bell on. I love having a bell, absolutely. So Matthew, Tom and Josie, Matthew, off you go. Matthew, can I please make the point that I'm insulin resistant and that I can't eat yeah. a cream egg? Well, it looks like Tom's going to be eating quite a lot of cream eggs. Oh. <laughs> Happy to take one for the team. Absolutely. I'm the opposite of insulin resistant. A fat I'm, bastard. I'm, <laughs> I'm insulin absorbent. Your how body is 98% insulin, isn't it? I'm Diabetics come and lick you and they're feeling a bit sleepy. Sponsored um, by insulin. <laughs> if we know that you're hey. definitely not eating them, this is, this is almost defunct, isn't it? I can't wait to watch. You should just give him three cream eggs to eat immediately. No, he's going to eat all of his eggs. He's going to eat... He's gonna eat... Please, may I clarify something? Yes. No man alive can eat five cream eggs. <laughs> what did you just say? I said no man alive can eat five cream eggs. We've got a cool get hand... Me five, get me five cream eggs. <laughs> We've got a cool hand loop. Oh, you called the cream eggs. <laughs> Five of those creamed eggs. Oh. <laughs> cool hand Luke, I'm living the dream. All I have to know is go to prison. One day. <laughs> so, uh, Tom and Josie, obviously you know the letters of your names. Let's begin. Who wants to start? I'll start. Okay, it doesn't really matter who starts. So I Tom or Josie, yeah? Tom or Josie. Okay, you ready? You're Off you go. Okay, A. B. C. D. F. E. No! Uh, F. Drew. H. O. No, <laughs> K. L. M. No! <laughs> and I see what you're doing, Josie. You're the letters. You're certainly owed a J, so. sound exactly like the last round oh my god it's so frightening seeing it all coming out of his mouth <laughs> okay N <laughs> you can do it mm. 
So basically, you've got to get past O, actually, that's in a minute and five. Now, that was Tom and Josie. Now, next up, we have Benedict David Clark and Sean William Keaveney, who will be um, your... I've got a doctor's note. Just, just read that. Okay, Sean's just handing me a doctor's notes. Sean has high cholesterol and cannot eat cream eggs. Thanks, Sean's doctor. No, I'm afraid, Sean, that's in your handwriting. We're going to have you, uh, we're going to have you eating those eggs. Can I just say? Tom? The the fondant's not too bad. <laughs> Take it from an old master. Well, make sure you break down the chocolate shell. Because <laughs> it really sticks in your throat. Do, do, not, do not attempt to swallow any of these whole. Uh, do not attempt Tom, to be... Uh, I am so proud of you. How, how many did you get? Tom, how many did you eat, mate? I've got three left. You had four, you had four. That's for after the show. Okay, so here we go. Was it only four? Let battle, let battle commence. You have to get past O. Your time starts now. A. Oh. <laughs> B. Food, but better. <laughs> Can I get a cup of tea with this? I might actually enjoy it. We'll see if we can arrange that. You've got a letter to say. <laughs> this is like that film they shoot horses, don't they? <laughs> don't worry, you've got two letters that don't involve dings uh, coming up. So F. F doesn't have a ding. I'm eating anyway. I'm just enjoying it. <laughs> Do we win? I get the feeling that no one won there. Oh, I feel like I'm cool hand Luke. Um, ben, how many have you eaten? I've had two. You've had four. Sean's had two. Fuck. He's had another one. <laughs> oh, Tom! They've had six. If you didn't eat that last one, Tom, you win. How we should do it. Well, in which case, Tom wins that round. That man is a hero. Well, I think that round did exactly what it set out to do. Give one team immediate onset type 2 diabetes. In fact, at least three people that. Uh, Producer Ben, what are the points at the end of that round? Tom and Josie. No, what was the point of that round? <laughs> You've got nine. Ben and Sean have got nine. Oh, it's neck and neck. Nice so, of course you can, Josie. He's just eating a tankard full of cream eggs. Looking forward to the energy crash. <laughs> well, you can have it halfway through this round. For all you fans of Sirloin and Fraternity, it's Beef Brothers. Single in that jingle. <laughs> it is like it's like Beastie Boys, but better, isn't it? Yeah, there we go. The better boys. Writes <laughs> itself, doesn't it? Writes itself. End off. <laughs> yeah, 
Brothers, it's Beef Brothers, in which each week... I think I've got too much fondant in my Yeah, I think that's it, that's the problem. In which each week we ask our panel, you can probably already tell they've got their lives pretty much sorted, to help solve a flat share dilemma for somewhere... I'm just imagining going to a doctor and getting loads of tests done and being like, well, your, your blood, your fondant level in your blood is off the charts. And like drawing like a little animation of my heart pumping out, like yellow and like white fondant. I'm like the John Belushi of my generation. You're the John Candy, you're not the John Belushi. <laughs> Uncle Buckrow. Yeah, it was a cracking film. Just saying he was massively fat. Um, so we all know the rules to, uh, to Beef Brothers. Uh, let's hear this week's problem. It is from Bryony, who is, of course, in our, in our studio audience. Uh, Bryony writes, My housemate set fire to the hedge and denied it while hedge was still on fire. <laughs> he kept live snails in the kitchen cupboard. He brought scabies into the house. There ended the lesson. So, wow. Panelists, have you got any questions you would like to ask Bryony before we get started? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to know a little bit more about the housemate. Like, how do you know him? How long have you lived with him? What does he do for a living? Uh, this is when we were students, so I knew him through uni and lived with him for a year. Mm. And what su subject did he study? Physics. Um, did he bring the snails into the kitchen? Was he planning to cook a French meal? French meal yeah. Yes, he fed them on herbs for a few weeks before he cooked them. Sounds like a very sensitive and caring thing for a housemate to do. Okay, well, that's conjecture. Let's uh, just ask questions. I don't know what that word means. Okay. <laughs> Any questions from Sean and from Ben? I don't think any If that's their that. real names... Okay, all right, listen. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Objection, Your Honour. Sustained. Uh, no, it's clear that this man is an insane monster. Okay, all right, oh. right. Let's conjecture again. Conjecture again. Let's have just questions. Okay, with the scabies thing, did everyone then catch scabies off of him? No, luckily we didn't. He just emailed us to say we all had to get checked out and sterilised all of our bedrooms. Was it a group email? Hang on, so he, yeah, had, group he, email. Had, he had cordoned himself off in his bedroom and he only communicated with email because no, he cared about the flat members. members. No, no, it was just the easiest way to not tell us face-to-face, -face, I think. Efficient. Was, was, was the man religious? Was this some kind of religious iconography, the immolation of the bush? Was it some kind of Old Testament <laughs> shit that he was trying yeah, to Yeah, was it like a plague of scabies? Can I just say that immolation of the bush is one of that old Grumble magazines? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> com. Yours for 250. Am I right? No, it was three physicists under not understanding that if you have a barbecue right next to a ah, hedge, it sets fire to it. I see. I'm disappointed that it wasn't more reckless. They didn't just go, yeah, fucking set fire to the hedge, deal with it. I put, I put three uh, Lynx cans in a box once and some tissue and put some aftershave on top and set fire to it and put it next to his back garden. No, you bloody yeah. didn't. Well, not just me, uh, two of my other flatmates, and he went off like a bomb. Did he? Um, yeah, yeah. Nobody died. That's the important thing to say at this point. But um, after 15 minutes, the police came. And then after 30 minutes, men in, in um, <gasps> breathing apparatus came. And then a fire engine came. No! I'm, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> I'm just saying it happened. You it are slightly like, proud of it. 20 years ago. You're slightly proud of it. I'm just saying that, I, you know, even though I'm in the, for the prosecution, I kind of empathise with this insane maniac. So why did you do it? Listen, Sean is not on trial right now. Yeah, hang on. So listen, as, as Ben and Sean said, uh, they are for the prosecution. They're on the side of the beefer, which is Bryony. Uh, Tom and Josie, you're the defence team for the beefy. 
So to make their case for the uh, for the prosecution, I call upon Sean W. Keevney <coughs> well, to begin his case. You <coughs> have exactly one minute, starting now. Okay. Well, this insert maniac uh, set fire to a hedge and denied it whilst it was on fire. But Brian has lost a hedge that loved her, that was devoted to her, that she relied on to shield her from street gawkers. It was cruelly snatched away from her. She has been left bushless. She has... <laughs> The shrub immolating monster has robbed the world of yet another irreplaceable oxygen giving life force. And she not only now has no shrub, she's had to save up for a new one. That's right, it's a hedge fund. Oh! Oh, that's good! Oh, that's good! Oh, that's good! And have that for fucking nothing. Oh! <laughs> well, I believe the prosecution rests. Um... <laughs> It was short, sweet, and pun-filled. <laughs> but Josie, for the defence, what do you have to say in rebuttal to that? Okay, the first thing I want to point out is this guy loves to cook and he cares, right? <laughs> oh, oh, he, he gets scabies, right? <laughs> sure, he's got scabies. That's difficult to defend. But then what he bloody done was he... No, he emailed everyone. He could have just been like, I got scabies, fuck everyone else, right? Literally or figuratively. And instead, thank you, instead what he does is he sends a group email, right? He probably put like emoticons at the bottom because he's a fun guy. He has a barbecue. It didn't set fire to the hedge in a like devil may care Sean W. Keeve anyway. He set fire to the hedge because he was cooking a barbecue, probably but cooking food for you. He probably bought snails for you because he was in love with you. And sure, the scabies is sort of a deal breaker, but aside from that, this is a beautiful human being. Not only does he buy snails and cook them, but okay, so killing the snails is kind of creepy as well. But the fact is, he fed the snails specifically on herbs to do that. What tenderness, what forethought. What a, like a cool guy. Okay. I'm starting to see him as a plucky kind of underdog. With scabies. <laughs> okay, a kind of scratchy kind of underdog. Yeah. Uh, Bryony, how do you think it's going so far? You've heard Sean's argument, you've heard uh, Josie's argument. Yeah, um, to say for his defence, I would like to say I'm vegetarian, so the barbecue is not for me, the snails were not for me. He didn't buy them, he caught them in the garden over quite a few days. This is why he was feeding them up for a while, kind of. Okay, I'm sure, I'm sure Tom will take that into uh, consideration when he uh, begins his argument, but, um, but Ben, to sum up for the prosecution, we turn to you. Your time begins now. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this man is clearly a twat. <laughs> he... Let the record show Ben is pointing to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Defence rests, you're right. <laughs> well, is he like David Bellamy, like, hiding in hedges and bringing in snails and scabies? Scabies are like nice little insects, right? <laughs> scabies is a skin disease. Oh, God, it's awful. <laughs> And also, I have it on good authority that he once killed a man. <laughs> the defence rests. <laughs> Prosecution rests! Well, they, oh, God, if you what did I just do? If you look at the defence, they're resting as well, don't worry. I think everyone's rested for this round. Um, all that remains now is, is to talk to Tom. Now, Tom, will you be prosecuting as yourself? <laughs> uh, I mean, defending as yourself, I should say? Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I think the prosecution's going to call on... Uh, the Tom Clancy-style uh, lawyer from the Deep South, Mr. Fanshawe Standen, presiding. 
Thanks for standing, presiding. Your time begins now. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Yeah, I'm sure you know who you are. I look around the courtroom. I recognize a couple of your faces over there. Now, a lot of you like me, you're good, God-fearing folk. God knows you. I recognize you from Sunday school. Excuse me, is that a Cadbury's cream egg? I'm starving. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you're probably like me. You know your Bible. You know about the burning bush there. God-fearing folk. Good folk. I see you there. I recognize you from church. I feel a little bit sick myself. Now, what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is the God sent down them plagues. He sent the skinny disease. He sent the little animals, the frogs, the snails, the cabbage cream eggs. What I'm seeing here, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, look to yourselves. Look to your Bible. Look to the good book. Did the Lord set a bush on fire? Yes, he did. Did the Lord send down a disease of the skin to test the faith of the good people? Yes, he did. Did the Lord send in a plague of living animals to test the good people? Yes, he did. I don't know the exact reference. <laughs> from church. Do as the Lord does. Do as the Lord did. The defense rests, y'all are. Can I just say that that is a flat share slam down first? Because that was actually a genuine argument. <laughs> From Vanish Your Standing. That was incredible work. Um, okay, so like, like any right thinking person, I know that only God can truly judge Bryony and her flatmate. So I'm going to turn to the nearest thing we have to a deity in our presence tonight our flat share slam down live audience. If you think Ben and Sean, with their puns and their slight confusion as to which side they're on, <laughs> uh, and therefore Bryony is in the right, applaud now. going into our uh, technical machine there. But if you think that Tom and Josie's arguments hold more water than our filthy bathtub, then you applaud now. No further questions, Your Honour! No further questions! Well, Bryony, I'm, Bryony, I'm, afraid, uh, I'm afraid we're going to rule against you. How, how, does that, how does that make you feel? That was a good argument, I'm convinced. Oh, there we go! That's the power of the court. Um, if, like Bryony, you have a flat or house share based problem you'd like us to help out, then the best thing to do is to come along to one of the remaining recordings for our second series, uh, 18th and 29th of April at the Phoenix in Cavendish Square in London. It's always a lot of fun, isn't it? That was, that was totally spontaneous. All that remains is uh, the last splash that we like to call the quickfire round. Now, last series, listeners will remember that Tom and Ben's jingles often doubled the length of the episode. So to avoid such musical indulgences, each week I've given them a strict 20 seconds to record their quickfire jingle. Let's hear this week's effort. It's the quickfire round. I've, I've done it, I've done the introduction, so we 
don't need 20 seconds. 20 seconds is too long now. Do, 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 do. I've got an idea. How about instead. Now, like all good quickfire rounds, we need buzzers. So, uh, Tom and Josie, let's hear yours. Uh, ben and Sean, let's hear yours. And just to add a bit of jeopardy, who is in the lead at the moment, producer Ben? Ben and Sean have got nine, Tom and Josie have got ten. Okay. So, there is, oh, shit. there is everything to play for. So let's go. There were 225 episodes of The Last of the Summer Wine, but how many featured compo in a bath? Ben. Only one. It was all of them. Um, how, how do you make a Roman bath? Um, uh, Josie got there just first. Put him in some mud. Uh, telling me smells bad, but I'll accept that as well. In the Southern Hemisphere, water travels in a different direction when you pull the plug out of the bath. True or false? True. Uh, uh, Sean, yes, it's absolutely true. In the southern hemisphere, water goes directly upwards when the plug is removed. <laughs> Why did the bank robber take a bath? Um, so he didn't get caught red-handed? No, it wasn't that. <laughs> so it could make a clean getaway. It absolutely was a clean getaway. Oh. Rubber dub dub, three men in a tub, and who do you think they be? The um, butcher maker and the candlestick maker. No, I'm afraid it's actually the horrifying answer is Dean Gaffney, Richard Blackwood, and Rufus Hound. <laughs> oh my god. Very upsetting to see that. <laughs> I mean, ITV2 has really gone downhill. Uh, is it bath or bath? Well, everyone had an answer there, but I think we keep you as first. It's bath. No, it's bath. bath. All the teams divided against themselves. It's, well, I should say it's a class thing or a class thing. Um, if old people stay in the bath for too long, their skin becomes unwrinkly. True or false? Josie. 100% true. It is true. Helen Mirren spends 18 hours a day in a bathtub. <laughs> That I'd like to see. Not bad. <laughs> Greek, bad scholar, Greek scholar Archimedes famously jumped out of his bathtub shouting Eureka, which means I found it. What had he found? Uh, yes, yeah, Sean Keaveney. The thermostat. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you a point for that. Go on, Benedict. His winky? <laughs> no, it was the uh, theory of displacement. Yeah, it was the theory of displacement. I think I'll, an assist point for Tom there. True or false? In the spa town of Bath, it is illegal to hold a baby shower. Tom, that's false. That is false. Uh, classic roll rim, slipper, double slipper, pedestal and double-ended are all types of what? Uh, Sean Keaveney. They're all titles to the magazines Sean has. <laughs> Absolutely correct. I would have also accepted Clawfoot Bath. Um, which of the following is not the name of a place in the UK? Bath, The Wash, Wash Away, Foamington, Buttock, Bottom Flash, Dirty Gutter or Wet Wang? Uh, I think that was just Benedict there. Wet Wang? Foamington, isn't it? It is indeed Foamington. Sean Keaveney gets the oh, point. Keaveney, how did you know that? I just full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is the end of that round. But before we find out which team has won, uh, as this is a bath-themed show, we're, there's always room for a plug. If you'd like to see Pappy's Live, obviously the details are always on our website, uh, pappyscomedy.com. You can also find us at Pappy's Tweet on Twitter and Facebook and Tumblr. We also have another podcast called Bangers and Mash, which you can find through iTunes or our website. But Sean, do you have anything you wish to plug? Bangers and Mash in all of those magazines. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wish that people would listen to my fantastic radio programme, BBC Radio 6 Music, 7 till 10, Monday to Friday. I think it would be brilliant. It is a fantastic show. Hey, I'm not being. Will you... Will you do us a favour, and on the week this goes out, will you play the Beef Brothers jingle? Uh, I honestly will. I All right. really genuinely okay, so will. 
That is fantastic. That's better. That's like Beastie Boys, but better. That has made our lifetime. It really has. Josie, have you got anything to plug? I've started a podcast which is called The Lost Treasures of the Black Heart, which comes out once every couple of months, and it's wow. a... Oh, wow, thank you, whoever that was. It's popular with 1% of the population. And um, it's good. Also, I'm doing a show in Edinburgh. If you'd like to come, it'll be good in August. Can I give a plug? Yes, of course you can, mate. I am uh, going to be sick in about 10 minutes. <laughs> so if anyone wants to see it, stick around. He's um, going to do it through a you. snorkel. No, but also, um, I am running the London Marathon. Oh on, my God, uh, are you just eating all those fucking Fueled by Cadbury's Cream Eggs. Uh, I am running the London Marathon on April the 22nd. If you would like to sponsor me for Fab Kids, which is a wonderful charity that helps children of physical disabilities to integrate with all fun different clubs and everything like that, then please go to justgiving.co.uk or .com forward slash Tom Parry run 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 and sponsor me please. Uh, that would be much appreciated. Absolutely, absolutely right, yeah, yeah. It's all right. Um, we've got some quite exciting news. Uh, you're not going to believe this. I think this might be a flat slam first again. Uh, we've got a tyre break situation. <gasps> we have a tyre break situation. Half the audience are on the edge of their seats, half the audience want to go home. <laughs> we do a tie break question to decide who wins, alright? Okay. According to a Sun newspaper report. Alright, leave your politics out of our show. <laughs> According to a Sun newspaper report in 2001, what is unusual about the Queen's rubber ducky? Ben Clark. It's made of jewels. Incorrect. Tom Parry. It's a rubber corgi. Incorrect. It's Short nine inches long and it vibrates. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> no, I enjoyed that answer so much. I'm going to give you the point for that. No. I believe. <laughs> the actual answer is it wears, it wears an inflatable crown. But the winners this week are Ben and indeed Sean. Uh, so, Thank you. So I'm afraid Josie and Tom, you're going to have to make like Carl Howman and scrub that filthy bathtub. So thanks very much to Josie Long and Sean Keaveney. Uh, we have been Pappies. We will see you next time on Flash Yes Pappies, Flash Yes Tom Parry with special guest Josie Long and Sean Keaveney. By Puppies with producer Ben Walker. Big thanks to everyone who came down to see the recording. To Orange Park and the British Comedy Guide, to The Fiends for having us, and to Natasha Caffrey and Sarah Gunn for their help. Puppies Fletcher Slam is a fun production for the British Comedy Guide and the internet. <laughs>